Are you tired, frustrated, and feel stuck? Are you a high-performing business professional, entrepreneur, and you are not getting the results you desire or you hit a ceiling? Have you been around the block and tried many modalities? You are in the right place. The answer, my friend, is in the little-known brain-soul connection. Welcome to the Brain Soul Success Show, where we learn, explore, and create your dream life. Your host, Louise Schwartzwalter, created a five-part mind-body-soul methodology that clears the subconscious blocks to success. You are a soul with a body, not a body with a soul. The seed of all you need is already within you. From engaging transformational interviews, brain-soul success stories, and secrets shared by health, wellness, and spiritual experts, you will reconnect, revitalize, and transform your powerful life. It's time for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Brain Soul Success Show, and you're in for a real treat today. I have with me my friend, Mary Sheila Canella. She is a nutritionist, but a different kind of nutritionist. She's super awesome at what she does. She's been working for 15 years. She's taught people how her unique philosophy, how to really go into self-care with nutrition and take care of yourselves and to really look at the um, blood sugar issue in a whole different way. And I love that about what you do, Mary Sheila, because I think it's so important. And I know that you have this amazing private practice, Occidental Nutrition, and your signature program is Blood Sugar Reset. And you consult and you teach. You've been teaching at a nutrition college for years and years and years. So you're not only just a certified holistic nutritionist, but you're an Ayurvedic educator as well and a wall certified health practitioner. Um, her approach has helped people um, completely just change their health and transform. Uh, so one of your favorite ways to connect with students, I love this, is to roll up your sleeves, right? Put that apron on and teach those cooking lessons and reconnect with people in a way um, where they can create delicious, healthy foods for themselves. That is so awesome. <laughs> I just had my apron on because I eat in an apron. Oh, <laughs> so you don't have to change your clothes after you eat. Otherwise, I get stuff all over. Yeah, I get stuff the all over. The adult bib. Yeah. Oh, this is really, this is really great. You know, so actually, I want to know how you even got started. How did you get started in, in the world of nutrition? You know, when I was growing up, um, I, I I started getting interested in environmental issues. And I ha came from a big family. And I remember I would, you know, start recycling and then I started doing a little bit of cooking at home for my family sometimes. And then, but I had a pretty like standard American diet. You know, I think my mom did a great job, but you know, kids, right? Kids these days, like we're just going to gravitate to the crap. You know? <laughs> and then when I moved up to Sonoma County, where I still live now um, in Northern California, it was a very agricultural area. And I was like, whoa. You know, and I, I met this farmer at a, an accordion festival and he took me on as an apprentice and I went there and started digging up potatoes. And it just was like this awakening of this natural world. I felt like I had found my people and I just dove in and, and I, I, you know, I did graduate with an environmental slant in my education. And then I moved on to an organic farm and I just, it just opened everything up. And 
I started eating differently. I started learning how to eat differently. It was like watching the the kids that were growing up on the farm running through the fields and grabbing a, you know a piece of kale as they were running and eating it and it was just like very new to me from being more from like a suburban area. And so, you know, I learned all these things and I had had a lot of you know, like tonsil infections, all kinds of stuff. I was sick a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. And I had like I had to get my tonsils out when I was 19. So I was you know, I, I was struggling with all this stuff. And as soon as I like started eating better, everything changed. And I was just, I, it was so noticeable. My energy was so much better. My weight shifted, just like my body came into balance. And so I, then I kept diving further. I became a basket weaver for seven years. I got into seaweed harvesting and wild crafting and cooking and my husband is from this area and he's like, you know, this is the, the founders of where I live is it not, it's a little Italian town. And, you know, he's really into mushroom harvesting and cooking. He's Italian. So I just like, it, it was just all encompassing. And then like, lucky for me, there was a nutrition school like in our County. And I, you know, I just kept seeing him, kept seeing him, And Finally, I was like, I'm going to do this. You know, I even had people say like, who sees a nutritionist? People don't see nutritionists. Changing their food is the hardest thing. And and I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. But I just, you know, I, I just wanted to do it. I wanted to learn how the body worked because I felt like for me, like if I could learn more about how that worked and I can explain that and I could share that because I've always, I'm like a teacher at heart, Mm -hmm. then I, then, then it's more empowering to change. And when we can, we can make those changes and we can feel the difference because I mean, food is our medicine. Food is our first, you know, it is our medicine and, you know, it's being recognized as that now, thank goodness. But there was a period of time, you know, there was a period in the ancients of where it was. And then there was a period where, oh no, food doesn't matter. You know, doctors would roll their eyes at things I would say, or my, my clients would say, tell their doctor, no, no, no. And, you know, now we know. (laughs) Thank God. <laughs> yeah, it's come it's come full circle, which is really, really beautiful. I mean, I remember the days when I was I grew up on margarine. Yeah. Because that's what we were supposed to do, right? It was not having the butter fat, you know. Right. And so like a lot of the things that we did were not healthy at all. Right. You know, and it has come, it has come full circle and more people are interested in doing that. Um, how do you help people change their diet? You know, I do think that's one of the, I mean, I can give people supplements and they'll be consistent. You know, we can change our exercise routine. You know, I always know it's about changing those bad habits to a good habit. But a lot of times when people have like cravings or they're addicted to their sugar or whatever it is, it's pretty hard to change their diet. So I want to know your secrets. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it is hard. And for some people, you know, they realize, you know, I think the the realization when you work with a nutritionist or when you want to change, it's like, oh, I have to, I have to change. Like it, it is easier to take a supplement. You might forget, but you know, it's not mm-hmm. that hard to pop it down with some water, but to make a change and to change these things that we crave is difficult. But, you know, for me, like I, it's almost like building a house. Like maybe we, we come, you know, somebody comes, it's almost like we have to do a whole remodel, right? Mm -hmm. We have to do a whole remodel. The first thing we need to do, if we take down walls or roofs or whatever, is like, make sure there's a sound foundation. So for Mm -hmm. me, that foundation is in blood sugar balance. It is in Mm -hmm. uh, maintaining this balance. So, so the way that I, you know, so if we can maintain that, because oftentimes those cravings are just our physiology, our biochemistry, 
that's in a different balance than we really want it to be if we don't want to have those cravings. So we can redirect how those hormones ebb and flow by our habits and patterns daily. And so sometimes it starts with one thing. So I like to call, so we think of blood sugar balance, right? As this thing about food, but it's really part of our hormonal system. So our hormonal system is, is not just, you know, what's comes out from our reproductive glands, right? It's also our pancreas and our adrenal glands and our, our thymus gland and our pancreas, and then the glands in the brain, the the hypothalamus, pituitary, and pineal. Mm -hmm. So this whole system is working together. They all have, they they each have their own circadian rhythm, right? It's not just the adrenals, like each one has a rhythm. And if we can, uh, and, and, you know, I call this system, it's your own personal team of first responders. Okay. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) And I, I mean, I came up with that because I, my husband is a first responder Okay. Uh, and my, um, my 21 year old daughter is also now a first responder oh, and awesome. I know and it's been awesome. And, and so, you know, I, a few years ago, we, we've had a lot of big fires around here. And a few years ago, they took off on these fires and there was multiple fires because we had all this lightning and there was multiple fires and they like, didn't literally get a rest for like 48 hours, which is not typical. Normally they get switches, but because there was fires everywhere, they were short staffed, you know, and they came home and they were just exhausted. And so what we want is our first responders to go out and then they get relieved and they get relieved. Right. And that's, and then they get to rest in between. Right. And that's, that's how it should really work and how we should function. And that's the same thing with the body. Right. Mm -hmm. So so the hormonal system, so if we set the hormonal system up, we, if we give it the nourishment it needs, the nutrients, the timing, right? Mm-hmm. Then that is what can shift. So to be honest, I often start with people, again, to kind of recalibrate the system is, you know, I'll take an intake and it's like, okay, what's like the most glaring thing? And maybe sometimes the easiest thing we can just shift. And if we start making little shifts, the first responders start kind of going, Oh, thank goodness. I don't have to be working all the time, (laughs) you know, and they start to kind of find a little more Mm -hmm. of their rhythm. And then, you know, I often start that with, with breakfast, with that first meal. And, you know, nowadays breakfast can mean many things. It's like, well, I intermittent fast and da, 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 but it's really just even how you break your fast. And, and sometimes, you know, if people are intermittent fasting, I'm like, you know what, let's, let's eat breakfast. Let's bring breakfast back earlier because you know, even an intermittent fast, it's kind of can be a stress. I mean, it really is a stress. It, it could be, doesn't mean it's a totally negative stress, but for some people, mm-hmm. it's a little bit too much um, and it might be too long. And I often get people that are like, well, you know, yeah, I've been intermittent fasting. And then, you know, I'm like, have you eaten yet today? And it's like two in the afternoon and they're like, no, you know? So it sometimes has to be that where we, we have to change what's, what we're doing, because if what we're doing isn't really working, we have to make a change. So Mm -hmm. it's about bringing back balance through the lens of blood sugar balance. So sometimes it's like, okay, let's just focus on this one thing. You know, there's an acronym like called SMART goals where you're like, I'm going to do this one thing. I'm going to like be very crystal clear about what that one thing is. And I'm just going to focus on it until it becomes a part of my rhythm. And then I'll pick up another thing. And sometimes that one thing is like a positive domino. And all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, I started eating breakfast and I don't have, you know, or I switched my smoothie in the morning to like a protein breakfast and I don't have cravings in the afternoon for chips or chocolate. 
And oh my gosh, I'm sleeping better. And oh my gosh, I'm da da da. And then it's like mm-hmm. we just changed one thing, and and it became easier to fall into place all the rest of everything else. And that makes so much sense. And as I'm listening to you, what I'm thinking about is um, one thing is is how all that affects the brain too, and how yeah. important the uh, pineal pituitary hypothalamus access is in yeah. regulating those hormones and the blood sugar. It's nowhere whole people. Yes, it's pancreas, but it's the whole a whole glandular system that has to be put back in balance. And I'm thinking about my own journey of healing my health, you know, too. And I'm sure there's people listening who could resonate with this too. It took a while for me to figure out my rhythm. Totally, totally. You know, like what I really needed, what my body wanted. And um, and I think when people are craving sugar, they're really craving protein. Absolutely. They just, they haven't been getting enough protein. And so, you know, whenever you do have those cravings or you're like hungry an hour after a meal, Mm -hmm. it's like, well, you're really only as good as your last meal. So what was there? What was missing? What, you know, what was the balance? And, you know, if we can't find, if we can really recognize like, oh, I didn't, I didn't eat protein. Like I just grabbed, you know, like a bagel or a something, Right. you know, it, it reminds me, Louise, um, Years ago, uh, it must have been in like, I don't know, 2012 or something. So like 10, 11 years ago, my dad was really sick mm-hmm. and um, he was in the hospital and he'd had a surgery and he went septic and it was, and I, you know, I have a lot of siblings, so we were kind of taking shifts and I had been going down to be with him a lot around that time. And so I, he had been in the hospital for a little bit and I flew down and I had this little bit fantasy that I'd be like, Oh, I'll sit in the hospital room and I'll get some work done and bring a book. <laughs> <laughs> and it uh-huh. was really, really stressful. Like it mm-hmm. felt, it was one of my, the most stressful things. And it, you know, he was kind of septic. He wasn't quite himself mm-hmm. and he wasn't like my loving dad that was always so loving to me. He was kind of mean and said mean things to me. And, but once I kind of realized, okay, he's not really totally himself, you know, but in the moment it was really, really challenging and it was exhausting. Like, and Mm -hmm. I went home that night to his house and I called a friend and just sobbed and, you know, she kind of helped me through it, but I'll tell you, it was so exhausting on my like adrenals and my whole hormonal system. Mm -hmm. I could I had to force myself out of bed. Like my brain was like kaput. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even, I just couldn't like, and I was, and all I could think of is like, oh my gosh, this is like adrenal fatigue. This is how my clients feel when they tell me like, I can't get out of bed. I can't. And it was only mm-hmm. one day. It was kind of shocking. I was like, oh my gosh. But then what I, what I did, cause I had to go back to the hospital. I said, Okay. I'm not even going to open a single cupboard in this house because there's probably not food that's like my ally right now. And I went to I went to the Whole Foods that was local and I got a big thing of chicken soup for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I got herbal tea. I was like, I do not need caffeine. Uh-huh. And and then I got like made a big thing, like a big salad with protein, all kinds of things for lunch. And I went to the hospital. So I was like totally armed with good food. And like, I knew that's kind of like what I needed. Mm-hmm. And then maybe an hour after I was there, my sister walked in with like a cup of coffee and a muffin. And I said, <laughs> thank God, because I would not have been able to function on that. And, but my, I mean, it was amazing how my brain just completely like, it, it, I, I couldn't believe the lack of in that moment. 
And you know what, that's, thank you for sharing that story because I'm sure other people, you know, will resonate. We've all had times in our lives where we've been stressed out like that um, and, and, and super fatigued for, and then it's emotional, you know, I mean, like we're exhausted because we are carrying that other person's, you know, illness, or we want them to be better or whatever's going on with that. So we, uh, and then you knew how to take care of yourself. So when I think about, you know, I think about sort of like in those stressful situations, how it does affect our brain power and how it does affect our adrenals. And I think about total load. And somebody taught me this years ago. They said, you know, your immune system in your whole body is like a rain barrel. And if you have one little stress, you end up here, you know, sort of up the rain barrel. And then you eat the wrong food and you're here and you got more stress. Then another stressor comes up or trauma in your life. And now your rain barrel is overflowing. And so in that moment at the hospital with your dad, that's what happened. Your rain barrel started overflowing, your adrenals tanked, and you knew how to take care of yourself with the right food, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I teach people how to take care of themselves, not just with the food, but with the, the techniques or the brain hacks to release the stress, mm-hmm. right? So it's all of it. We've got to do, we got to do the whole the whole thing, but I'm, you know, I'm, I loved the questions though, that you asked yourself and how you walked us through the process of what you did to help yourself during that time. And the contrast, yeah. Hey, coffee and a muffin <laughs> totally. or some good food. I was like, okay, at least I'm kind of winning right now <laughs> with myself, <laughs> you know? So that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. I just kind of want to ask you what, uh, have you ever had like a, cha- another challenging part in your life where you did feel like your brain power tanked and how did you take care of yourself during that well, time? Yeah. I mean, you know, that was definitely like, you know, <clears throat> an example there. And then, you know, but really I will say when I, <clears throat> you know, when I came up and had went through my college experience and then moved on to the farm, <clears throat> I, you know, I was really like, <clears throat> you know, I had years and years of just kind of poor nutrition and, um, you know, a lot of antibiotics. And mm-hmm. so the things I know now is like, oh, my microbiome was pretty much like, you know, kind uh-huh. of wiped out a little bit. <laughs> right. And I was pretty exhausted, you know, and and it's interesting because, you know, I, I started studying nutrition and I, I took this adrenal class with uh, this one doctor and I remember he, um, he, we took, we all did an adrenal test and we sent it to him and he would put them up on the screen and he would talk about them. And he, so he put mine up and, and luckily he X'd out my name. So it was private, but he, I remember he's like, oh my gosh this person's adrenals are tanked. They're shot. He just went on and on. And I mean, it was was actually really hard for me to hear. I was just like, (sighs) you know, and so, you know, sometimes you learn those things and you're like, okay, I'm never going to do that to somebody (laughs) because we're all, you know, I'm, I'm kind of thin skinned. I'm kind of more Vata. So I, um, anyway, but it was like very validating of like, Mm -hmm. okay, I am exhausted. Like little things like, oh God, I got to go water the garden. You know, where it's, you know, uh-huh. where I just felt like I didn't have the juice, you know, I didn't have the, the stamina, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I just, there was like kind of a over overlaying of exhaustion. And, you know, I think that if I look back at my history, it was just like this build up, you know, mm-hmm. of, you know, probably just having too much fun in, you know, my younger years and, you know, like doing dumb nutrient 
efficient diets and, you know, and then the antibiotics, all of it, and just feeling this exhaustion and and this need to like rebuild, Mm -hmm. you know, and the rebuilding process is, you know, it's a process that takes time. So, you know, for, and, and it's about like, I think that consistency rather than, you know, oh, this, this pill is going to change everything. Sometimes people are, you know, like I do work with bone health and things like that too, which is very connected to blood sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes people will get their DEXA scan back and they're like, it's improved, but I, I want to know what it was. And I'm like, well, we worked on sleep. We worked on food. We worked on supplements. We worked on, so I'm like, it's, you know, mindset and stress reduction. I'm like, so you, it's everything. It's It's never going to just be one thing. Like we are holistic beings. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I mean, even one of the big caveats, I think for me, when I was like, like kind of healing from just, you know, my teenage years or whatever was, um, learning how to ferment, you know, and it was like, I just like, couldn't get enough (laughs) in Uh my body. And I remember at one point, my husband was like, you know, honey, you kind of smell like sauerkraut. <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, that's really not like something you want to hear from your husband. That's not sexy. <laughs> so that's when I also then it was a good comment too. Cause I was like, well, maybe am I eating too much? You know? And I kind of, you know, backed off a little bit, you know, if it's like coming out of my pores, maybe it, it is too much, but it was just like, I couldn't get enough at first mm-hmm. because I think I just needed that. Like you know, that reboot from the ferments. You know what? Speak to that for a minute. You know, um, the, what, what, why do people need fermented foods? Well, so, you know, we are, well, here's a great thing. Um, Mm -hmm. and you probably know this, but your, our brains weigh about three and a half pounds. And if we collected all of our bacteria, it's about the same weight. (laughs) They're both like three and a half pounds, right? Mm -hmm. So we have this microbiome, this, all this bacteria that lives in our guts. And when we are first born, they're really starting to flourish. So sometimes that's even what colic is. It's kind of like, you know, the communities are kind of duking it out in the belly, But so the microbiome is like a huge digestive aid. It really helps break fibers apart and helps us assimilate like some of the vitamins and minerals in foods, but Mm -hmm. also educates our immune system. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, if I look at the vata pitta kapha of the body or the elemental of the body, you know, we have the microbiome and it's, it it would be kind of more like the fire and water, the pitta, because it's like very active and it's breaking things down. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we have our immune system that's intertwined with it. And the microbiome actually educates the immune system. Immune system is our water. You know, it's very kapha, right? It's moving through our, our, our lymph and our blood to protect us. And then we've got our, you know, internal Wi-Fi, that gut brain connection. Mm-hmm. And it's very, you know, the importance of the microbiome in, in regulating, making neurotransmitters that are kind of sending messages that it's, Hey, everything's good, you know, from the gut on up. And so, you know, it's, it's essential for, so it's essential for our mood, for digestion, for immunity, right? I mean, for so many things, we cannot survive without it. And if we, you know, we, so we need to feed our microbiome with prebiotics. So that's fibrous foods. And then we want to like support our microbiome with probiotic rich foods. So, you know, we, we could do it with probiotic supplements, but when we do it with foods, it's like the synergy of the whole food. And, and what's happening is it's like, it's almost like if you think of your whole digestive tract 
I mean, I have a ton of analogies, but if you kind of think of it like, you know, it's a, it's a tourist destination, you know, and it's a robust, beautiful place and there's good economy. And so the microbiome, it's like, you're kind of like bringing in tourism. So you're stimulating the whole area and the economy and making everybody happy. And so, you know, the, when you eat probiotic rich foods, it's not like the sauerkraut's going to be like, Oh, you know, I'm going to stay there and grow and flourish. It's just moving through, stimulating the economy, supporting with the right pH. And, you know, there's fibers there feeding the microbiome, you know, the microbes are interacting. So it's, it's really important to have that, that, you know, that, um, continuous or continuous flow of those foods. And if you think about it too, you know, Mm -hmm. our immune, our digestive tract is really accustomed to probiotics because probiotics is like the first form of, uh, a preservation of foods. You know, when we had vegetables, you know, and we didn't have refrigerators, we fermented them. When we first started eating grains, we didn't just like Mm -hmm. take a wheat berry and mill it into flour and make a tortilla. No, we used the microbes in the air and we made flour and we made, or we made, you know, breads or whatever. And, you know, we took dairy and we fermented it. We took proteins and we fermented it. I mean, almost so many things are fermented that we commonly eat every day. We might not even realize like chocolate is fermented and tea is fermented and coffee is fermented, right? And breads and et cetera. There's just so many different things. That's such a great explanation. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Because that's been something that I too worked on, you know, for years and years and years and was taught, you know, when I went through my whole health thing that I needed to get a lot of the good probiotic back in my gut if I was going to be healthy. Um, And so I've been very consistent with that. I make my own sauerkraut and make cultured vegetables. You know, we had cultured vegetables parties, um, in, yes. my, in my kitchen, you know, so we would, we would do all that. And I still remember when my kids were young and they'd have friends over and uh-huh. one little guy, I would actually make him eat his cultured vegetables. He was, you're going to make me eat that, aren't you? I'm like, well, I want you to try it. Yeah. You know, I'm, it's two tea, it's two teaspoons, you know, just, you know, <laughs> totally. And yeah. And yeah. sometimes people are like, I don't like it, but it's great. You know, I have some friends that have a kvass company <clears throat> and, um, they make a beet kvass and, uh, so it, you know, even looks like wine. And I was asking my friend, I said, you know, what do people think when they drink it? Cause it's different. We're not used to that. She says, they're always a little suspicious and they're, and then they take a sip and they're like, <laughs> and then they ask for more. <laughs> they're like, they're like, oh, okay. Somehow that, that I want more, you know? So that's, that's the beauty of ferments, it, you know, and, and even things like pickles, you know, are fermented in olives. So there's lots of ways to get it. Yeah, no, I love I love all that. And that's su- that's such important important advice, absolutely. Give us an example, Mary Sheila, of somebody you've worked with. You know, like a case study, somebody you've worked with that's really um really really followed everything you said and and you were able to help in a beautiful way, transform their life. Let's see. <clears throat> Who do I want to pick? <laughs> <laughs> um you know, I'll pick, um, I'll pick Mark. Um, okay. so, so Mark, Mark and his wife, uh, Nancy. So they, um, so Mark, Mark had just, um, retired mm-hmm. and he had type two diabetes and he had high blood pressure. He was on, a, you know, a cocktail of cocktails. Mm-hmm. I mean, medications, <laughs> a cocktail of cocktails. And he, actually had started having seizures and he was a bus driver. And so he actually had to retire early. And, um, 
And he, he was a pretty, pretty big guy. And he told me that he sat on his couch and he said, well, he, as soon as he retired, cause he had to retire, he went through a depression and he didn't eat for four days. And, but what happened there when, without eating is the fog lifted from his brain fog, from all the inflammation in his body, because yep. it was kind of like he was doing a fast. Mm-hmm. He said he was sitting on his couch and he realized, okay, I can go that way and I'll probably not be around much longer or I could change. So he started to change, started to mm-hmm. change his diet, but he, you know, he was, he didn't really know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Then he started coming to some classes of mine that I was teaching him and his wife. And what was really cool is that, you know, every week they would learn something and they would kind of take it and they would make a change. So he started walking every day and, you know, he started eating breakfast. Um, He, you know, him and his wife, they would always eat in front of the TV. So they, they got a a dining room table and, you know, they, they changed how they ate, not just what they ate. Mm -hmm. They changed and they changed and they changed and it took time, but they were really consistent. and. You know, within between the two of them, within about a year, maybe somewhere around a year, they lost 250 pounds. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! I know. And you know, his, his one one time he came into class and he um, he told me a story about hiking because we have some beautiful. We're in the coastal redwoods, and he told me the story about like he was on a hike with people and he decided to start running and he just like ran down the mountain. And you know, of course, his wife was like a little annoyed because she <laughs> wouldn't want him to get hurt. <laughs> but, you know, one time um, he didn't, and, you know, one of the things we talk about is like, what's your goal? What's your why? You know, why are you going to do this? Sure. Because if you don't have a good why, you're just like, yeah, I'll just have the cupcake and, you know, walk an extra mile, even though that's not really like aligned with your goals. Mm-hmm. So he, um, so one day he didn't come to class and I was like, oh, where is he? And she said, he's backpacking. And I was like, backpacking. So he had one of his whys was that, you know, I think it, it came on slowly because he told me, you know, I never thought I could do that because there are no chairs in the wilderness. And I, in my past was not able to get up. I would have to sit on the ground and then I would have to get up off the ground. And I couldn't do that before. I couldn't even get up off the ground. So he went backpacking in Big Sur. (laughs) And yeah, and it was amazing. And then and then the, 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 a couple of weeks later, Nancy came to class and she had band-aids on her knees, you know, and, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what happened? And it was like, I was talking to a child and she was like, well, I joined a soccer league and we had a game on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> so they went from That's these so people sweet. that were, you know, like just didn't have health because of their habits to making the changes, you know, and staying committed and Mm -hmm. feeling good. And then they started, they had a garden plot somewhere and they were farming and they were, you know, in, in, you know, with friends, like everything shifted and the quality of their life shifted. And so, you know, that is, I think the, the, like the why, because, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have a vitality club too. It's like, I, you know, we, that vitality is our right, you know, it is our right to feel vital, but we have to have some skin in the game. You know, we have to yes. like, get to bed early. We have to wake up, you know, we have to wake up and, you know, maybe do our exercise because that's the only time, like, that's my jam. You know, if I don't mm-hmm. do it in the morning, you know, it doesn't always happen. Like, hopefully I'll take a walk with my dog later too, but like, you know, 
at least mm-hmm. I get something, you know what I mean? So we have to, we have to make it work for us in our yes. own life. Yes, it's discipline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah, there is discipline. And, you know, can we make discipline not a bad word, you know, because the outcome of discipline is freedom. And, you know, who doesn't want that? Absolutely. You know, my best mentors and teachers were all very disciplined. You know, if I really look back, I mean, um, Hannah Kroger was the grandmother of natural health. I learned a lot from her. She didn't have a TV. Yeah. You know, I mean, she had her whole family sitting around the dining room table encapsulating herbs in in little gelatin capsules before they had a machine that did it. You know, so, you know, they, they didn't have a TV. So she was very dedicated and very disciplined. Yeah. So definitely getting that discipline. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah totally. It's so one it was, of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I love that. Wow, gosh, to lose that much weight and be able to go do your do do your passions again, you know? Totally. Yeah, totally. get out there and get out there and do it again. Gosh, you have you've done such amazing, amazing work. And I know you also have a summit coming up. Tell us about that. I'm super excited for that, Mary. Yeah. And you're one of my special guests on the summit. So I do, I have, it's the food solution summit 2.0 because I did one last year and, um, and I have, excuse me, a lot of nutrition experts, which is really fun. Um, and just, you know, you're one of my doctors that's on the summit and really it's, it's to inspire you to support like the whole hormonal system, you know, mm-hmm. and, and through that same lens that I talked about today. Mm-hmm. So I have, um, not just, um, like, so I have nutritionists, I have chefs, I have a couple herbal tea formulators tea, talking about just the art of tea and, and, you know, even how to blend teas and the difference between tonic teas and like mushrooms and adaptogens, Um, I have, um, somebody doing elixirs. So there's a lot of recipes. In fact, the other night, um, I did one of the interviews and then I immediately had to make the recipe, which was a quick and easy sweet potato mole. (laughs) Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So there's a mole. What's 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 like a mole, like the mole sauce, you know, like kind of like like a sauce with sweet potato. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was. (laughs) And Lizette, who did it, Lizette Marks, she's an amazing, she's a chef. She's a chef instructor at a couple culinary schools, and she's a nutrition consultant and a yoga teacher. So it's like just people that are really embodying that holistic um, movement. And I have like an EFT practitioner. Um, I have somebody else doing some elixirs and mocktails. I have Dr. Ed Bowman, who's the founder of Bowman College. So just a lot of like really cool conversations around, mm-hmm. you know, how we can kind of nourish ourselves and get that inspiration and, and, you know, tons of, yeah. So it, it's a great thing. That's going to be like awesome. Recipe demos every day, just to be inspiring with, you know, simple food solutions in your own kitchen. Yeah. I love it. Absolutely love it. So I'm so excited for that. I cannot wait for that. And tell us when that starts. That is starting on February 13th through the 17th. Yeah. Ah. Perfect, right time for Valentine's Day. Yeah, we, and we've got a Valentine's theme on that day. <laughs> that is absolutely perfect. Well, this has been absolutely delightful. How can people get a hold of you? So I'm at OccidentalNutrition.com um, and, you know, on, on the social things and my website. And, you know, you can download one of my 
my opt-ins. You know, I do have one that is mm-hmm. called the breakfast report that really walks you through because I'm so into education. Like I was an elementary school teacher for a minute and then I kind of remorphed myself into nutrition. And then I taught at a college and I was like, okay, these people <laughs> want to be here. <laughs> They're taking notes. <laughs> um, That's awesome. So yeah. So I um so I'm all about education. So if it if if you kind of heard what I was saying about, you know, the breakfast and the hormone rhythms mm-hmm. in my report, I really break down the rhythm of your hormones. And so you are like, oh, okay, I get it. And then I break down, like, then what does it mean? What does a breakfast that honors those hormones look like? So you can Mm -hmm. really look at the, you know, read it, understand it, and then Mm -hmm. execute it, which is really great. And then hopefully feel, feel the difference that you get. And then that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love how you educate people. I love I love the analogies that you've given us today. And you know, those those stories they really sort of just stick, right? You know, yeah. so so we can inspire people. So I hope that all of you listening here are inspired to take some action steps. Get Mary Sheila's, you know, little report there on on breakfast and how you can balance your hormones so your blood sugar can stay balanced. Because mm-hmm. then that's, that's it. your foundation of your of your, you know your life really. It really is. But that's how you keep a sharp brain because type three diabetes is what they're calling Alzheimer's. So if we're not doing that, you're not going to have a sharp brain and you're not going to get done what you want to get done or feel good or be able to do what Mark and Nancy did. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this has been so amazing. So you definitely check that out. Get your breakfast report from from Mary Sheila and tune in to the Food Solution Summit coming up here on February 13th. And we look forward to seeing, seeing you next time. And thank you again for being here. This has been amazing. Thank you so much, Louise. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Thanks, everyone. Have a great day. And remember, follow your heart, but take your brain with you. <laughs>